Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are dealing with Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. I'm Kestra Dorowski. Today, we are again joined by Robin and Izzy and Juliet, our guests from yesterday. Hi! Hi! <laughs> we, we, didn't mention, we didn't talk about the dealing with. Typically, we talk about that at well, week. I don't know if we've mentioned it every week of the whole thing. I feel like we have, but, we, but this comes into the, this minute, yeah, especially. Yeah, this, this is the minute that is the reason. Every week we are doing something different. We've been diving into and splashing through The Little Mermaid, and this week we are dealing with because it's all contract stuff. Yes. Nice puns. And that makes waves. Um. Today, we the, the minute dealing with the contract, we are discussing minute number 72, uh, which begins with Ursula saying, you see, and it ends with Ursula saying, at last. So <laughs> I guess it's very Ursula-centric. It is. Um, and throughout this minute, Ursula convinces Triton to switch places with Ariel on the contract. Eric uh, tries to save Ariel, and uh, that's kind of where we get to. Right, Eric is like getting out there to try and save Ariel. Triton is trying to save Ariel. A lot of a lot of saving, or attempts at saving. Yes, yes, a lot of saving. Is uh, this? Yeah. I can't remember. Is this the minute with the harpoon, or is that tomorrow's minute? Um, I think that's tomorrow. Okay, then I will but, save that note for tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the the harpoon throw occurs tomorrow, okay. but I think Eric might get into position. Okay, um, cool. Which. Is kind of weird because he definitely isn't in that position when he actually throws it. That super doesn't line up. No. Um, but we do but, see. So Eric starts rowing out in, yeah. and he's back in his standard clothes, his rolled up shirt sleeves Somehow. and everything. He, Somehow within he bothered a minute. to get out of his uniform. Yes. Well, he wears it underneath, obviously, right? Like Superman. Yeah, so like he's, obviously he's got it ready. To, you have to change, even even take off clothes to go save your girl. Honestly, I think he probably just took off his jacket. I bet this was the shirt that he had under on underneath. So he just like took the jacket off, rolled up his sleeves, and got in the rowboat. That, that sounds because, like something you would do. Because his I I always roll up my sleeves. He loves to roll up his sleeves. Rolling up the sleeves is the way to go, guys. Long sleeves suck. Um, <laughs> but like you can see, his pants aren't his typical. They, they're they not his standard pants. They're still his uniform pants because they've got the gold stripe down the side. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, As we see him rowing out, you can see there's like a crown. Like it, there's like a bunch of it's it's um like the decoration of the wedding. Oh, the wedding decoration. And yeah. there's like a crown that's forming out of all like the structure on top of the it ship. It does look like a crown. Very interesting. <laughs> have you guys figured out what Eric's last name is? <laughs> there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. We've done, <laughs> we've done the work, guys. <laughs> and Eric is his 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 full known name is Prince Eric. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's all we got. Prince Eric, no last name of the Eric's. Um, his like the, his the kingdom his, might be named Terulia, possibly based off of a. A book that, like it's a, a like fictional sanctioned. book, yeah, that Terulia? is published by Disney. Terulia. Uh, um, how about Terulia? <laughs> but uh, the 
the family name family name the logo the the not the logo the crest mm-hmm. all has an e on it probably yeah. for eric yeah <laughs> so really we have no idea <laughs> but uh yeah it's right during here which is the i i i, I call it like him turning like he's been just kind of like uh regular guy you know he's a, he's a prince and he's just kind of he's he loves the girl and he and he you know, he's doing royal things, but now it's action Eric time. Like, this is Eric jumping into a, like, how brave is that to just, I mean, all the action's happening on the sea. I'm just, I need air, but I'm going to go anyway. I yeah, just, I, oh, sorry. you go ahead. I was going to say that Mariel saw Eric, he, she was the first prince that she saw, but wait, but she instantly fell in love with someone. You can't instantly fall in love with someone. Because you need to get to know them. <laughs> yeah, it's just facts. Well, I don't know. You know, uh, Andrew and Kestra, you know, who knows how they met each other. <laughs> Might have been kind of a similar thing. We had to go through a few more dates than Eric and Ariel before we were, like, totally committed. Yes. Um, I mean, they did, like, Eric and Ariel did have one really nice date. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, Eric's pretty, like, storybook romantic. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm going to know the girl that that I should be with. And he's kind of stuck to that idea. Like, it's pretty naive. Um, but he's going for it. But he he's tried to be courted by, for other girls. Like, yeah, he's the been princess he, of Glowerhaven. Yeah, he's been he's been and he's turned them all down going around trying to find the right woman. It's gotta be such a bummer being a prince or a princess because you're constantly somebody's trying to get you married to people you don't want to be married to. Mm-hmm. Yes. When as he's rowing out, the clouds are like a pink purple, yeah. kind of like the evil pink purple color that uh, Disney often uses in their villains. Well, we're in villain time. So, I know. So you but get I just wanted to clouds. point out that the clouds were villain clouds. Villain. St- standard Disney villain clouds. Yeah. They're a little more pink than the purple that they typically use, but they're still they still have that kind of texture and and uh, and color. I, I I do feel like it's worth pointing out this is not our only exposure to to action, Eric. Um, he did go on to a burning ship to try and save Max. Oh, that's right. He did save the dog. I, so he has he has been like aggressively actiony in a few situations. He's big on saving people, like. Someone yeah. I care about in trouble. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna try and do something about it. Uh, with going back to Ursula, Ariel, King and, Triton, yeah. under the sea, under the sea. Let's go dive back into the sea. That's getting old. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good yesterday. <laughs> um, with the scroll or with the contract. Yes. Yes. One voice is not seen. What is it? What does it say now? It just says. It ju- it just says I hereby. Oh, okay. Grant so, unto Ursula, and then so as Triton changes his name, it's and it's then like also a different template contract. Also, the placement of signed Ariel moved and then a Triton, bit. it's moved over a bit. Well, you got to make some amendments to the to the contract when a new sign signet signatory um, is becoming involved. Okay, you know, I think it's, you can Triton blasts all the time, uh, a few times. So you know, it moves the font all over the place. It's a, it's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's all swirled around Ariel. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. The magic and, has disappeared from the readings, and now it's 
So in a way, it's like the contract has to be reformed in order for Triton to sign it. Yeah. Because it does turn into this magic that surrounds Ariel. So maybe the typeface got knocked around a bit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when I first originally had didn't realize that the one voice was not listed on the King Triton contract, I was like, but then shouldn't like his voice be yeah. taken away like it oh, just yeah. and then shouldn't ariel's voice be kept forever like it just doesn't make sense well so i think i mean basically ariel stole her voice back like true ariel shouldn't legally have her voice anymore true that and was in, a permanent payment and in the book that i read um which is a twisted tale part of your world it that says king that says eric's kingdom is terulia in that book it takes place five years in the future with ursula like it's capturing king triton one but being vanessa and does ariel have her voice no okay so theoretically ariel shouldn't have gotten her voice back and shouldn't be able to have it back but they broke the magic shell yeah and so she's got it back but like legally that's ursula's property that might be part of this tiny, tiny type, though. If you break the magic shell, this voids this contract, or <laughs> or at least you get the voice back. Yeah, yeah. get your voice you, back. I guess. Um, I've got to say, Triton does not like hesitate to make this deal and trade places with his daughter. Like he is really like set to protect his daughter. He's like, I'm the king and stuff, and I've got a bunch of other daughters I need to take care of. But nope. I guess I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Like, well, no hesitation, no thinking, no talking it out. He's just like, okay, here's the deal. All right. Sign it is. So I'm assuming you would not. It's just like. For our daughter. Well, I probably would. (laughs) Robin, would you? Uh, It sounds like Andrew would have some hesitation there for a second. (laughs) Put us on the spot. Okay. You're both the fathers who have daughters. I absolutely would uh, uh, sign my name on that contract. I would rather. Uh, I would. I would. I would, I would probably it. spend some time like thinking about ways to resolve the situation. But what if you didn't have time? Well, then, then you probably. But like, he has time. He he could be like, <laughs> okay. okay, we're gonna figure something out. This yeah. is like they're making this happen very fast. Disney she, does this sometimes. They wrap well, up their conclusions like real quick. Now, yeah. listeners. The whole um, battle takes place this week. Um, yeah, like so the entire the, direct the physical very conflict. end of the battle is on Friday. It, it's very it's quick. Very quick. It takes five minutes. It's really quick. Well, it takes well, less than five minutes. You'd yeah. think Big Ursula takes five minutes of its own, yeah, but no, that takes two minutes. Yeah, it's it's kind of quick. Crazy how quick they they packed how much they packed into these five minutes mm-hmm. of this week. Uh, I have to say, uh, um, there's a, the, the image of Ariel shrinking away. looks pretty horrifying. Yeah. yeah it's it's yes. pretty creepy. It is very creepy. Yeah. And the scroll being turned into, or the contract being turned into the magic light, magic light. It's That's- creepy. And also with the light from the, from the magic light. And then, from the contract from and then the magic light surrounding Ariel, you can see that from the surface mm-hmm. of the water, which is Oh, that's what th- that's kind of what Eric is focusing on. Mm-hmm. He sees light coming up and he's like, Something's going on down there. Yeah. So no matter how 
far down they are. Like I don't think they're super far. Yeah. But you can still see the light. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how how well light travels. Yeah. Man, this would have been a great time for me to have done some of my, my ocean research. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, if the light is shining up, but... I don't know how far down you can still see a light or how bright it has to be. Cause it all depends on like how bright, but maybe it's since it's magic light, it's extra good at reaching the surface, but I would guess they are less than 50 feet down. Yeah. With, with the light surrounding Ariel, it's kind of like the contract being a jail mm-hmm. in a way because binding, binding you might say yes because it's it's it binds her to ursula like she's now yeah, ursula's it's a, property it's a binding contract and then now she she really literally cannot get out of the contract because mm-hmm. it's surrounding her Julia, oh that's a good one you can't get out of this contract Aha. if if i could get ursula i would get her you would get her and Maybe. it's just like you would, you would hurt would her? her. You would get her. And it's just like, <laughs> Eric, in the movie, he, he goes a few feet down from his boat, so he's not going all the way down to help. He's just looking. And he's and he's holding his breath about maybe a couple feet away under his boat. Or yeah. next to I well, guess, like, I guess, I guess, does he like see underwater? Yes, you can open your eyes underwater and it doesn't. I guess you. he's been practicing opening his eyes underwater. Oh, yeah. Well, it seems like a seaside kingdom, so he probably does a lot of swimming. Boating. Yeah, I bet, he, I bet he spends a lot of time in, in those very waters. Mm-hmm. He does He does have lots of um, crab. I was noticing in the kitchen scene, he had lots and lots of, and lots of animals mm-hmm. and fish to cook. <laughs> yep. What I was noticing, like when they, when like the paper swirls around them, they like turn black. Like mm. you don't see their colors anymore. They turn mm. completely black, except for the eyebrows, of course. <laughs> yeah. So when, man, I like. So have you guys opened your eyes underwater? There's no way to see anything no, clearly. I'm I have, and it is so blurry. I would rather have goggles and have open yeah, eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am too scared to, but our mom is a pro at it. Yes, <laughs> I've never done it in the ocean. I and I have I have contacts, and so yeah. I typically do it when I don't have my contacts in. And then uh, it's going to be blurry anyway. And then it's already blurry, so I I can't I, could, I can't tell I can't tell you right i've i've done it i'm trying to think if i've done it in the ocean like probably but also i don't know that i've ever been in ocean water that was clear enough for it to be worthwhile um to like try and see anything but in a swimming pool like it's pretty blurry yeah i think the only time i've really opened my eyes and it's actually i mean salt water that would hurt (laughs) lake water it's blurry and uh, yeah, I don't know. In a pool, I, I would probably open my eyes. Although the chlorine- pool water hurts. The chlorine is really unpleasant. It irritates yeah. the eyes. Yeah. It hurts my eyes. Like after a while, I don't know. I think I got used. I, I get used. But to it. yeah, um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think so like it's becoming more common for there to be saltwater pools like people are getting pools that instead of chlorine it's it's saltwater but it's not super intense not as salty as the ocean and so that might be like 
pretty comfortable, but I still can't imagine that it's really easy to see clearly. Like I know you can see shapes because, because I've done it and it's like, yeah, I can see shapes, but, Hmm. but I would not, I would not assume that I could throw anything accurately. I know we're, we're dipping into tomorrow's minute for the actual harpoon throw. Um, But, but since we're on the topic, like that's probably why he misses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just assume it's as clear as we're seeing on screen. <laughs> I mean, that makes me wonder how Sicilian and mermaid eyes work underwater. It must work even better. Yeah. Probably uh, like have like invisible glasses or something. Like I mean, that's actually... That's super common for um, a lot of animals that do spend time. They have like an extra set of eyelids that are translucent or transparent. Um, But it doesn't like, like, I don't know how that would happen if if that's the case for half human, like with the, with the human half. Well, we've, we've, we've had a lot of questions about like, how do mermaids work? work? (laughs) And so that would have to be assumed that it's like, okay, their eyes are either fine or they have an extra set of eyelids or something that they can close, but see through and it works well in the water. Yeah. Probably. I'm trying to think. I, I think beavers have those. I think otters might. Oh, wow. I think alligators might. There's a lot of animals that have developed like that extra membrane. Interesting. To put over their eyes, but it's selective so they can do it when they're underwater, but um, they don't have to when they're not underwater. Oh, uh, I love Triton's signature, by the way. I think I just think it's a great signature. It's a big They really need to get, I mean, currently they are not having character signatures or character meet and greets at the Disney parks, but they really should have a character meet and greet with King Triton because they have a signature. And also, like, how cool would it be to meet King Triton? Yeah. All right. I I have um, done some quick research. The transparent or translucent third eyelids that some animals have are called nictitating membrane. (laughs) That does not sound like a fun word. Um, Some reptiles, birds, and sharks um, have them, and some mammals have them. Do dolphins and whales, or do they have, like, fish eyes? Um, I am... Not totally sure. I am reading this off Wikipedia as we speak. <laughs> and so I'm I'm pulling it together. We need some citations at the end of the podcast. Yes. Wikipedia. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't have that much detail on it. But um, it's a thing that that does occur. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Triton shrinked. Uh, shrunken Titan, I, uh, Triton. I like the fact that uh, even his a little uh, polyp form mm-hmm. uh, has a beard, <laughs> and the, the mustache in particular. Yes. Like yeah. it seems stronger on the mustache even than the beard. It's yeah. true, but yeah, there's a little bit of him that is retained in it. Yeah, yeah. it's not just a plant; it's a very precious. He seems he seems really pitiful. Once yeah. he's turned, like he seems so sad. He's like, I did this for my daughter and I accept my sacrifice, but I'm really like, this does not feel good. No, <laughs> so and it, it makes like, me want to know more about the history between King Triton and Ursula. In some, in some 
versions, like the Broadway version. Yeah. They're their brother and sister. Yeah. And so that's always and in the, others, they're the just assumption like, that I've had. Like something happens. And I just want to know like what happens between them and if there's like history with Ursula trying to take over the kingdom specifically. There's uh, um, there's definitely info in the sequel movie in Little Mermaid 2, right? Because that's Ursula's sister. sister and there's like seven sea witches or something. something like so I, I can't remember. I haven't seen the second one in a long time. There's not that much info about them. Really, it's just focusing on like, like, the, like the main story over again, but in like a next generation way. And when like, when like Sebastian sees like King Chayan as like that little thing, he's like, what did you do to yourself? And if you pause it, and if you pause at the right moment, his lips are ginormous when he goes, ooh. But he's saying, your majesty. Your yes. majesty. <laughs> yeah. That's actually kind of funny. I think Sebastian's really sad about it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. King Triumph looks tired when he's like that. He does start. look tired. You're right. What is it like being a polyp? Like, are you just exactly? Are you just tired? Do you have no will or anything? Is all the joy sucked out of you? I mean, they, you just know. In, you just moan like. <laughs> in Ursula's lair, there's like a huge. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, and they, they try, all try to. They tell, try to stop, stop Ariel. Ariel. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're probably just really like depressed and and just yeah. not not happy at all with their choice to be turned into this. I mean, creature. they're all shriveled up, and so it kind of gives the effect. It's like, oh, they like there's no energy, there's no like they, they can't move. Yeah, they can't do much. Like the, the yeah, they can't move. They're stuck to the ground, and. And like the way they're shriveled up and everything, it really evokes a like, I can't do anything. I can't, you know, like it's sickly. Yes. Very um, sickly. It's like, That's it's like word. they're, they're already um, suffering from pneumonia or something. It's like, I can't get up. Right. If you've ever seen anyone who's been, you know, severely ill and just like struggling to get up and move and it's just so hard and everything. But for them, it's, it's, you know, a curse, like it's a magical curse. And so it just keeps them in that state. And that's gotta be like, Mentally draining, too. Absolutely. It's a mono. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, man. I just, like, I can work hard for, like, three seconds. And now um, I'm thinking about, like you said, there's a community of them in Ursula's uh, grotto or whatever. Like, like, there's a whole garden of them. Are they all chatting with each other? Yeah. Like, sharing I, don't, like, I don't think they can speak or communicate. Uh, You know, you think it's just one little con to get Ariel's voice, but really, it's the whole thing is it, it's a long con because she wants to, mm-hmm. she's right part, which is Triton in the in, yeah. in his place, going to trade his life and his crown and, and his trident for Ariel. And she never knew this would end up that way. She just, she just, I think she did. Well, she, she was like, she hoped 
that she, this, she was that like, this wouldn't happen. She and was like, she hoped that the good would happen, but obviously, and like, every Disney movie, there must be a part where the villain, oh, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna roll, but actually, you know, right. because there's other like, characters, she's not like, just she's like, characters. she's like, she's like taking a chance, like I'm gonna do it, yeah, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna kiss. She's taking, like, the biggest chance of her life right now. Okay. And so why does she get the crown? So, so like, she's basically stealing the trident, but why the crown? Like, why yeah. is the crown relevant? And, like, she shouldn't be the ruler. Ariel's got older siblings who would probably be the heirs of the kingdom. Well, maybe she changed the contract. And it's like... I give my life and the entire kingdom. <laughs> yes. Uh, everything. Uh, I mean, that, that goes back to, to this, to the story, to the, the book that I, I read. Okay. Because Ariel rules Atlantica while Ursula is still Vanessa while Wait. keeping King Triton <laughs> as a polyp in a jar and, 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 so the, and the necklace around her neck. Which broke. It just doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, like, so it seems like Ursula's goal was, I'm going to, like, capture Ariel and turn her into a polyp. And then I'm going to go to Triton and say, hey, do you want your daughter back? Here's the deal. And so she just got to do that really rapidly in this situation. I assume that's like it was the same pattern that she would have gone through normally. Um, Probably. But deal in the first place why did she just turn her into a polyp and take her to try and be like you want her back you need that's a really fair question i feel like maybe she was going to but she was like okay i have a couple of steps that i need to and then maybe triton came and she's like oh i can skip these steps now maybe okay i so she's like a loan shark and so (laughs) she can't turn them into polyps until they fail to pay her back on something right. right they they have to default on their contract yeah. and then she can turn them into polyps yeah and yeah. so she had to come up with something for ariel to make a deal about so that she could um make her fail and get her as a polyp and then and then she can have triton just take her place yeah but she can't just turn people into polyps that's true you have to agree to be turned into a polyp if like if you if, break the contract if you if you pause it at the right moment, she looks like she's being possessed. Like, hey. yeah, we have her pause, but they're just putting the crown on and being so happy. And maybe the crown, <laughs> but evilly happy. Maybe the crown holds a little bit of like the Triton badge. Like you have the crown, you have like you're worthy of ruling the kingdom, and you can use the magical powers like all. Of the spells and how to use the train and everything just goes in your head when you get so, the crown. But so like, you need to have both. You've got to have the crown and the trident, is what you're saying. Exactly. But like the jewelry on her and the makeup on her is just beautiful. Um, <laughs> Juliet's a big Ursula fan. <laughs> She's one of the better villains, I I mm-hmm. think. So great choice in in being good fan of Ursula. I like I like the idea that the crown and the trident have some sort of connection. Like you can't use the trident as effectively unless you also are wearing the crown. Um, Like the crown doesn't necessarily have its own power. But if you've got the crown and the trident, then it's it's better. And I'm trying to think of like 
an analogy and I'm not coming up with anything great. Like the best thing that I'm coming up with is like, oh, it's like uh, I've got like a Bluetooth headphone and I use it to listen to podcasts, but it doesn't work unless it's connected to my phone and like close by. So I've got to be like wearing my headphone and have my phone with right. me in order to listen to my podcasts. Well, I that makes me want to go back and look at stuff like with how it um how they glow, how the 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 tri- trident the, glows. I wonder, I don't know. Glow? I wonder if the crown does glow when the trident glows. I don't think it does. I feel like that would have been noticeable. But they also look a lot duller once King Trident isn't holding them. Like the shade yeah. of mm-hmm. of gold is dimmer. And I don't know if that's because the contract is now mm. the le- contract light is gone or or what, but I feel like something something happens there. All of the magic in the Little Mermaid is yellow. Yeah. Except for the lightning that Ursula used except, yesterday. Except for the lightning, but like almost all of the magic in the Little Mermaid is yellow, which I feel like is not the standard magic color. It's all oh. golden glowing light. Like even Ursula's seashell and the voice magic. Yeah. is yellow and gold and then the trident and the contract is yellow and gold maleficent uses a lot of gold Gr- or green and, green and purple in mm-hmm. her magic so the evil queen is like poisonous green she doesn't have like energy magic yeah spells and hades is all blue, blue and fire so this is interesting that it's all yellow and gold because that kind of seems more good guy yeah that's that's not typically like the standard villain color so i would i would i would think it it would be good for for king triton but for ursula i would think it would be more i don't know probably purple because of her skin color but yellow and purple go really well together so maybe that's why maybe but i'm intrigued that it's like is i guess all the ocean magic must be from the same source if it's all kind of like the same apparent energy yeah um this is the kind of stuff you talk about when you're doing it one minute at a time. You That's realize right. that all throughout this movie, all of the magic has typically been yellow or gold, um, whether it's King Triton or Ursula. You would think it would be corrupted, you know, like you said, yeah. changing the color. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's pretty consistent. It, so, like, I guess it's neutral. Yeah. When she puts it on, it turns like her villain color. Yeah, purple, like maybe gray. Um, anything else to say about today's minutes no. or today's no, minute? As we're as we're uh, as we're talking about her putting the crown on, just realized, oh, it's actually that's actually in the next minute. <laughs> so maybe we should stop talking. About then that. Uh, then we should probably go ahead and close it out for today. That's all we have for you, listeners. We are part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. And our guests can be found at... Karate Kid Minutes, uh, Fright Night Minute, and uh, My House. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to thank Nick English for our artwork and Scott Tofty for our theme music. And until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world. Bye.